All right, we all know COVID-19 has led some churches to view technology as a new way to engage their congregation and their community. But despite all this, some leaders are still hesitant to adapt to the latest technological advances. We've got 10 ways your church can embrace technology and use it to help your members grow and to reach your community. Next on the Church Solutions Podcast. It's the Church Solutions Podcast, brought to you by StreamingChurch.tv. The Church Solutions Podcast is all about helping you and your church with technology and other encouraging ideas for ministry. Now, here are your hosts, Steve Lacey and Phil Thompson. Hey folks, how's everybody doing today? My name is Phil Thompson. And I'm Steve Lacey. Good to be with you, Steve. How is your life today? Um, More com- Complicated, but uh, oh, okay. life goes on. Have a grandson. It's only wow. He's getting old now. He's almost two weeks old. Wow. He's in the hospital and he's been in the hospital since he's been born. So we're hoping and praying for uh, a surgery soon to correct a heart defect. And so yeah, lots going on in yeah. our household. Yeah, you're doing work on your house as well. Yes. Oh, you're and you're a grandpa. So this is your second time around as a grandfather, right? This is number three. Oh, number three. That's right. Yes. Uh, they're coming fast. Yeah. <laughs> well, we're not at that point yet, but we might be one of these days. I don't know. My son. All right. So what are we talking about today? All right. Well, we get off that subject then. Uh, we're going to talk today about ten ways to help your church use technology better. And before we get into it, I want to remind everybody that this is uh, this Church Solutions podcast is brought to you by MyChurchDaily.com. Check it out. Go to the website later, MyChurchDaily.com, because it's a great tool that we've recently developed that you can use to get your church on uh, the Amazon Echo devices for your flash briefing. Some of them better known as Alexa. And uh, you can get on there with your church and have a daily flash briefing and keep connected to your people. It's a great tool to use. MyChurchDaily.com. Check it out today. There's a free trial too. So as we talk about 10 ways to help your church use technology, now obviously with this pandemic, uh, churches have been forced <laughs> to, to, to jump into technology a little more than they really wanted to at the time. It sped things up, specifically in the area of streaming video. Uh, although we're not going to just talk about streaming video today, what we're really going to talk about is is really how to to help your church, you know, get more involved in technology. So, uh, you know, we're still in this pandemic. It's depending on what part of the country you're in. Uh, there's been some uprising, so to speak, in the virus, uh, but technology is here to stay. Virus uprisings. All right. Yes. So number one on our list, number one in ways to help your church use technology better. Yeah. Yeah. Is share a vision of technology. Sure. So this is the very first thing that you've got to do. Now, look, this is this this could be a little complicated depending on where you're at in your church, where you're at as far as leadership. If you're, uh, you know, if you're on staff, if you're the senior leader and then 
it should be a breeze or you're one of the senior leaders uh, of your church, one of the head pastors. Uh, this should be not too hard to do. It's a little more complicated if you're not, uh, because you really want to get your senior pastor on board with this. You want to get your your, your leadership team, your, your board of directors on, on with this. And so it's so important to share the vision. And, and depending on where you're at in kind of the, the, the role of your church, you may have to be a little careful on how you do this, that you don't just ram it on people, cram it on people, but you've got to get the vision out there. Yes. Have you, um, I read a book many, many moons ago about, it was called Crossing the Chasm. Hmm, yes, I've heard of that. Are you familiar with that? And there's a um, there's a curve for technology adopters. Hmm. Are you familiar with that at all? Well, I've so, heard of it. Don't tell me to don't don't quiz me on it, but I have heard of it. Yes. So there's, I mean, this this kind of applies as you're putting a vision together because there's different there's different groups of people and there's different um, you know leaders within the church right. that fall at different places on this curve so there's right. at the front end of the curve is the early adopters and those are a small minority of people that say ooh we can uh you know do virtual reality church and everyone has headsets and right. you know uh, all, and all the way through the um the middle which is the masses i think they call it and then at the tail end is the what they call the laggards so those that, you know, the, the, those that would be fighting against getting a cell phone today, because cell phone is pretty much past the, uh, the wave of um, universally accepted. So anyway, you can uh, develop a vision for your technology, depending on where you lay on that, where you lie on that, that curve. So if I'm a, you know, a techno um, activist, uh, techno geek, I guess, you know, your vision may be a little different than someone that's maybe in the middle of the curve, or hopefully you're not at the back of the curve where you're fighting it, fighting the already adopted stuff that's out there. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And so everybody's, and there are different people at different places, but the truth is everybody's got some, everybody's touching technology in to some degree today, right? I mean, everybody's got something going on, whether it's like you mentioned a cell phone or a, a mobile app or, or something else, you know, in your home, uh, in your business, where you work in, in the church. So the idea here is to, to really get people on board with how you can take this to a, a whole nother level to reach your church's right. goal and vision. And as everyone, uh, including me, reemphasizes that technology is just a tool. It's not good, bad, or indifferent. So yes. it's something you can use to reach the lost. Absolutely. So vision, share the vision. So, you know, if your church is struggling in this area and not really getting everybody on board, sit down and maybe sit down with a couple people and plan a little, draw out a little vision, write out a little vision, put some effort into it. Don't rush into it. <laughs> put some thought into it on how you can help convince people in your church, uh, you know, to, to take the next step. All right. So number two is create a tech team. Yeah. It's probably you know, the, it's one of the newer teams because there's the worship team. There's mm-hmm. the children's ministry team. There's the, yeah. yeah, tech team's probably not been around forever, but it's for most churches, there's, it's a, it's up there with uh, some of the other teams as well. So 
Yeah, I have found from my experience of working with churches that, you know, some some of this falls into the category of the worship team by default. I mean, you've got somebody running sound, you know, and right. maybe you're using a projector or or some kind of visual device. And so, oh, OK, well, we're just going to throw all this on the worship team. And and, uh, and you know, th- you could do that. I mean, that's fine. You can do that. But uh, I would I would gather some people that, you know, that are interested in tech and, uh, you know, enlist some people right. to be involved. Yeah. And I think it's worthy of having its own. Uh, niche because it's yeah. you know those that that know worship really well probably aren't interested in uh, adjusting microphone feedback levels and stuff like right. that. So yeah, right. So yeah, so uh, you know, sit down and put some thought into it. Doesn't have to be a big team. Might be just two or three people to start at the most, and right. you can build on it from there. Exactly. All right, number three. Get younger leaders involved. Get those younger leaders involved. Now, if you don't have younger leaders in your church, you're in trouble. Uh, One of the things I always did when I was pastoring and involved in leadership in my churches was I looked for people that were younger than me and, and really tried to was aggressive in recruiting them to be involved in some aspect of ministry. Because if you're not passing things on to younger people, you're going to have a church where there's a church here in Tucson years ago, and it was called First Baptist Church. And it was downtown by like fifth and sixth and had a nice building. And the pastor had been there, had been just an old church, had been there. And one of the pastors had been there for like 30, 40 years. And they, at one point in their lives, they were a great church reaching their community in Tucson. Several churches came, spun off from that. And, uh, and then uh, something happened. They got old and they had over a million dollars in the bank, a million dollars in their savings account. And they had like 30 people showing up Sunday mornings. It was just, and, and they didn't, they didn't get younger people involved. And, and so and now they're the buildings there, but, but uh, now there's a, a, a group that's there. That's uh, really, you know, taking things kind of by the horn, so to speak, and doing really well with it. But uh, so you want to get younger people involved. So, you know, younger people, technology, they're, they're, they're born into it. You know, they're, they're grown up with it. And, you know, look for people, even if they're not in leadership, look for some responsible young people and get them involved, uh, maybe with the tech team, but whatever it is, get them involved in, in working with technology. Yes. And I've, I've, uh, I've seen that just what you, what you mentioned, where the, the church doesn't involve the younger people and it creates a divide and, and it's not good because, <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yeah. We, we actually were shopping churches when we first moved here 25 years ago. We did go to a church and it was primarily older people. They were really good with us, but you could tell there was a big, cult, big age division there. So anyway. Yeah. All right. Uh, number four, identify all relevant technology you have a word that it may not be a real word, right? Technological? I guess that is a word. Huh? Well, I think it's a word. I don't know. I, oh. I, I did Nothing showed up in typo when I was typing. The, what is it? Word check or whatever they call it. Spell check. 
identify all relevant technological media. So kind of a long word, maybe you need to, maybe I need to edit that, but this is where your team can get involved, you know, and this is really social media sites for the most part. There's probably some other things as well, but, you know, look at those social media sites, look at those different technology sites and really see where you maybe get an idea, if you can, where your community's at, where some of your members of your church might be in, in, the, in, that, in that realm, in, those, in that right. circle, and begin to work on it. Yes. We used to do an exercise at the leadership of my church where we would, I don't know if this is still in favor, but we would identify <laughs> the ideal visitor or the typical mm -hmm. visitor. I remember that. We, we gave them a name. We called them, I think, Tucson Tom. Yeah. And we figured out, you know, how old they were, whether they were married, how many kids they had and what they did during the week. And then tried to um, address the needs of that person through our church. So this is basically doing that same kind of thing. It's like, I got my Tucson Tom person, do they, they hang out on uh, WhatsApp or Instagram or they're on Facebook or wherever, right. identifying what your greater community is doing um, technically and then making sure that the church is a part of that um, yeah. media environment. Yeah, Take, takes a little bit of work, takes a little bit of effort. But again, if you've got a little team involved, you know, you can all begin to jump on this and, and begin to discuss it and just, you know, uh, meet once in a while and decide what, okay, what did you discover? Where are we at on this? How can we be more involved? Right. All right. Um, number five, show all your church leaders how to use those avenues. Is this uh, related to the prior point? Of, yes. Uh, figuring yes. out the what uh what media sources people should be in tune with yeah you know you're unless your leadership is involved unless your staff is involved and your key volunteers are involved uh, you're probably not going to get too far so uh again this all comes back to sharing the vision <laughs> look guys we want to reach people we want to get involved in this and and uh you know you've got to tie this in with the vision and then begin to work with people and help right. them discover some of these avenues. And this brings up the other um, principle of church growth is um, you're going to attract who you are, yes. right? Yes. So um, if I, if you know, a large percentage of the people at my church are really into the worship music, we have the greatest worship band of all, we're tend to gonna attract people that appreciate yeah you know, really mm -hmm. good worship. But if in yeah. this same principle goes with, if I'm identifying the um, social media or the technical stuff I need to be a part of, if I'm passionate about it or my leadership is passionate and fluent, they're going to, they're going to attract people like people. So. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, this could be hard, <clears throat> excuse me, this, this could be a challenge, but uh, you know, start one at a time. It's uh, I was talking with somebody who was interested in, in streaming video the other day. And you know, we talked about a few things and he goes, Oh, he goes, there's a lot to do here. If we're going to do this. I'm like, look, just relax for a moment. And just, you know, how do you, how do you eat? It's the old joke. How do you eat an elephant? You know, uh, one bite at a time. And, and so uh, it, it, this could seem like a huge elephant, but uh, just take it one step at a time and one person at a time and have them maybe begin to discover some things. And if you can get the pastor and the staff involved, uh, you know, and again, this is, as we said at the very beginning of this podcast, 
you know, you got to be delicate here. You got to be careful here because if you're not a senior leader, uh, if you don't have a ton of influence, then you really have to be careful how you approach this. But you can do it. It can work. All right. Number six, get high quality internet bandwidth for the church. Yeah, this is a technical thing here, but I, I felt like we needed to put this in here because if you're getting people excited about technology, if you're getting people excited about being online, if the, you know if you're going to start doing streaming video or or some other things, and your internet stinks, is <laughs> nothing more than a buzzkill. Then then to like you know I I could remember the early days of the internet, you know, connecting on the phone lines, and and you know that. <sighs> you know, the, 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 almost the modem kind of a sound. And then, you know, the internet was just so slow. Oh, I can't upload this, or I can't get to this. This webpage doesn't load. It takes forever. You know, that's the, that was in the nineties, you know, but it, it's the same deal. If you've got bad internet, uh, nothing kills people's joy more than like, okay, I'm going to get excited. I'm going to do this. And it's like, uh, the internet's down again. Yeah. <laughs> And we're noticing or the, the, the trend is out there as well that um, back what in the 20s, 30s or so um, people that electricity became a, a, a utility, you know, as and now it's obviously it is a utility. You've got to have electricity to live in a home and the Internet is become that as well. People are looking at having a robust internet as just a, a, a utility, especially for certain demographics. They're just like, yep, that's, I know my kids are moving into places and they say, um, don't have uh, the water turned on yet, but uh, the internet works. So I'm okay. Uh, <laughs> or yeah. I'm not moving in until the internet's uh, working at the place that I'm moving to. So, yeah, that's, that's so true. My son's getting ready to buy a place and I'm sure that's going to be the same issue here, but yeah, absolutely. So, uh, you know, again, some of this is going to cost a little bit of money, uh, but again, you know, get the vision out there. And if you have the vision out there and you share it effectively, the money will come. All right. Number seven. What is that? Number seven is what is it here? Develop a strategy for advance and follow up communications. All right. So this is I may be a little bit all over the board here, but if you're using to help use technology, help your church use technology better, uh, you know, you want to start using it to communicate with people, communicate with your members. And uh, you can start now to come up with some kind of a plan on how to follow up with people through emails through uh, maybe social media posts, you know, come up with a strategy because if you have something in place and you have some people on your team, when they see that strategy, when they see that plan, that helps them uh, catch the vision more. That helps them get more excited about it because otherwise it's just something floating around out there. Yeah. We're going to use technology to reach people and do this. Well, how are we going to do that? So come up with a plan. Uh, and there's software products that are geared for the church for that have moved into this kind of area yeah. for managing how the service is going to go and making sure yeah. we have volunteers assigned and, yep. and that they accepted their assignments and that they know when yep. they're supposed to be here. And so there's yeah, worship uh, planner, worship planner is one of them uh, that my church used to use. I don't know. There's other ones out there. That's one of the things you could use some software that you can use online or whatever. Uh, Most of it's online now, actually. So uh, yeah, all that stuff. And that will help create excitement 
in your church, when you start using some of these tools and you're like, oh, how do we do that? Well, you know, show people how to use it, learn how to use it. And again, take one bite at a time, one step at a time. And as you do that, that will create some excitement. All right. And you have number eight, broaden the kind of content being generated. <clears throat> yeah. I, the best way, all I'm trying to say here is, like, okay, you've got your pastor. Let's start with just a, a simple thing like a sermon. Okay. Your, your pastor's got a sermon. Uh, you know, maybe you've recorded it. So maybe it's just audio. Well, you can still get that audio out there. Uh, you can create like a podcast. You could create something where you post audio on your website. Uh, you could post it on social media. Uh, you know, if you're doing streaming video, that's a no brainer. You can get that out there as well. But there's other things you could you could create content, you know, different kinds of pastor's notes. Maybe you can get out there uh, different sayings, different uh, uh, key points in, in the message. I'm, I'm just giving you one example here. You could get that content and post it on social media. You could do different things with it, but you want to expand what you've already got and, and get it out there using technology. All right. All right. And then um, you have number nine, provide a mobile app for your members. Yeah, this is taking the next step here. But, uh, uh, you know, I, I like mobile apps. Uh, we have a mobile app. Our company does churchapplive.com. You can look it up. Uh, but the nice thing about, in my opinion, the nice thing about the mobile app is that uh, if you've got one, uh, you can get it out there to your members, tell people how to get it downloaded from Google or from Apple. And then you can, people can have it on their, on their mobile device and they can instantly open it up and, 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 you know, go to the sermons. Uh, if you've got streaming video, watch the streaming video. If you've got archives, audio or video, they could watch it there. They could connect with members. If you have a membership, uh, directory. Uh, if you have a prayer request, like we have a prayer board on uh, that's connected to our church app live mobile app, uh, lots of different tools. And it's all there. It's, it's all there on your mobile device that you can just pull up and it helps people connect. Uh, it helps your members connect. It helps them stay uh, in relationship with people. And it's just, to me, a lot of benefits that, that come with a mobile app. I know some people aren't big in on mobile apps, you know, but I think it's something to at least consider and think about. Right. Okay. And then uh, number 10 is in our wheelhouse, I guess. Huh? Yeah. Streaming video. I thought I would uh, say that. So what, you know, with the pandemic that happened back in March of 2020 and it's still floating around here, uh, you know, a lot of churches were forced to do something. They weren't doing streaming videos, so they were forced to do stuff. We were swamped with people. Um, but a lot of people went with, with Facebook or with YouTube and they, you know, they, they would, the bare bones, they would say, take some kind of a mobile device and stream their services on Facebook and all that. And I've recently talked to, well, really since the pandemic, we, people, a lot of people jumped on those platforms I just mentioned, but there's also those, those platforms are problematic with different things, you know, copyright issues and all sorts of different things that float around and come up. So then they come to us and, and in their own words, hey, we want to have a more professional looking stream. We've tried this. We, we know we need to keep streaming. Uh, we know it's free, but we're willing to start paying for something if it, re if it you know, reaches our goals and our expectations. And so for us, what we have with StreamingChurch.tv is we have a very interactive chat platform that has video and chat on it, has opportunities for you to link up and connect with people. 
uh, follow-up systems, all those kind of things come with streamingchurch.tv. There's other companies out there as well. Uh, you can do video only with us, but uh, people have decided, many pastors have decided, I want to upgrade what we're doing now. We, we're forced to do streaming. We've been doing it for a year. Now we realize, hey, we could actually do better with this and we could look better. We could put it on our own website and all those kind of things are, I think, very important. So, you know, yes. Is it going to cost you some money? Yes. But uh, again, look at it as an investment. Look at it as something that, uh, you know, will help your church fulfill its purpose down the road a ways. All right. So those are the 10 ways to help your church use technology better. 10 ways. I think the several last podcasts we've had, we've done 10 ways or 10 things or 10 benefits. We've done 10. 10 is a magic number around here. I guess so. sounds like it. Although we usually throw in a few extras. We usually do. Got anything extra for free that you want to tell people? Uh, (laughs) My church daily. No, I don't know. There you go. Well, again, that's a great, that's a great tool. Uh, People need to look at it. It's a 14 day free trial. That is, that is the new frontier. It is. Absolutely. Yeah. The early adopters are definitely interested in the. Yeah. uh, So. Yeah. Yeah, you're breaking up on now, me, but but uh, you're fine there. MyChurchDaily.com. Go and check it out, and let us know if you have questions about it. You know, we're we're more than happy to help you anyway. That's what we do around here. We help churches. Been doing it for a long time. So, Steve, we're done here. We're done. Good. How about that? All right. All right. So um, again, questions, let us know. Support at streamingchurch.tv is one way you can get a hold of us. Uh, you can always go to our website, streamingchurch.tv, and chat with us during regular business hours. If you don't catch us there, just leave a message there. You'll see it, and we'll get to you, and we'll help you any way we can. All right, we're done here. Folks, thank you for spending some time with us today on the Church Solutions Podcast. If you want to see the notes to this, you can just go to blog.streamingchurch.tv. TV. Did I get that right? You got it. All right. So the notes will be, if they're on right now, they will be soon. And we've got other things from our past podcast that we've done. And uh, check it out. Thank you for your time today. Please take care of yourself. We'll catch you next time on another edition of the Church Solutions Podcast. Mm-hmm.